0: Hi there, it's Serena. How do you feel? Welcome to How Do You Feel About Podcast. Let's share feelings. Hello. Hey, Emma, how are you? I'm great.
1: I actually got to return to my city where I'm
0: studying, and I'm at my place right now. What about you? I'm fine. I'm here in Sicily, actually in my room, and it's always a pleasure having you here, actually having you here again, because it's always nice when we talk about um, this issue, like uh, mental health issues, self-care, and this I want to start this podcast with my favorite poem, Rupi Kaur's poem. I, I love mean, her. Uh, yeah, <laughs> how you love yourself is how you teach others to love you. I think it's stunning. What do you think?
1: I think like it really applies to to our lives. Like even when we are not able to realize this. But I think that in time we are going to, to see this as a truth. And it's, it's really surprising how it always come, comes back. I don't know uh, if, you, if you know what I mean. Like like somehow we always ending up
0: realizing this as a, yeah. As a reality. Yeah, I think this poem is full of... It's full of uh, self-care practices, it's full of communication because somehow is, it means like how you love yourself, you communicate how to uh, be loved. So it's, uh, it's really nice, I think. And it's my motto or mantra, I don't know how to say, like I really apply it daily, but seriously, I, also, I always have this in my mind. How you love yourself is how you teach others people to love you. It's about boundaries as well, somehow.
1: Like, in general, I loved her entire book, and I actually bought it, like, recently. I have read it once in high school, but because of the exams and the stress, I couldn't finish it at the time. But I think, like, I was, yes, yes, I was even in Erasmus when I ordered it, and I have it still with me here
0: in Greece. I have two. I mean, I have milk and honey and also the sunflower. And uh, I'm waiting for the third one, like a body home, but uh, I don't know if to buy it. In Italian or in English, so I'm still waiting for the. When does it come? When does it come out? Like I'm not sure. uh, I mean, it it came already. I don't know about the Greek version, but there are so many versions.
1: I wouldn't mind like reading it in English. Yeah, it's uh, nice in
0: English too. It's a humbody.
1: This is like so rare. Like I haven't seen. Many poets focusing on that aspect. Maybe it's like, maybe like I didn't search too much, like more about this, but she's really my spirit animal. I love her
0: philosophy. It's incredible. Yeah, she's super inspiring. And uh, yeah, and she inspires us (laughs) about our topic today, which is like uh, self-care. So what's self-care? Why we need it? Do we need it? And uh, how do you have a self-care kind of person?
1: Oh, definitely. I mean, who isn't? <laughs> even, if, like, even if we don't acknowledge the fact we are practicing self-care, uh, we all have a bit of that. Like, I mean, being self-care, a self-care kind of
0: person, so we have it inside of us. Yeah. And um, I want to provide my definition of self-care. I mean, to me, I think that self-care is like the rational self supporting the emotional one so it's a process based on dialogue between your two selves and uh, sometimes self-care is enjoyment i think so you practice self-care to prevent bad emotion so it's more about hedonism so you look for pleasure itself it's like having pleasure sometimes such I think a nice it...
1: word such, such like think? this word
0: you used yeah it's such a nice word like really but sometimes it's about recovery, so you practice self care to defend yourself or to repair because you are feeling bad or to avoid the uncomfortable. So it's, I think it like, the definition itself is dual, and uh, self care, yeah, it's kind of process based on two selves. I don't know because, what what do you think?
1: Yes, I'm actually a believer of this in your mind? duality, like like, the the things you mentioned, like, I couldn't agree more, uh, because, like, even if you uh, take the word self, like, without the self-care, I think we all, we are always carrying this duality inside of us, and it's always a combination of things, like, it's, we discover more and more and more about self-care while we grow
0: up, and it's so thrilling, like, really yeah how, how how can you describe it what's self-care in your mind well
1: when it comes
0: uh to describing what self-care is
1: the first thing that comes to my mind is like taking care of myself but most importantly having like the desire to do so moreover it's also how you how you choose
0: to apply that self-care i see i want to mention one expert I recently know, uh, which is like Tori and I uh, follow mm-hmm. her Instagram page and she talks about self-care or self-belonging, which is better because self-care, I mean, she said it's all about uh, the bath you have or the workout or, uh, you know, that uh, meditation session you have or is it more about like creating a connection with yourself in order to also better give to other people. So it's more that quality time you spend with yourself, not the action or the practice itself, but the, conne- the connection that you create. And um, it's true when you say about the desire, but um, sometimes, as I, as I told you, or, or at least as I think, mm-hmm. it's, um, sometimes you do not have the desire. Because sometimes you don't really want to take care of yourself. So it's more about you put effort. Does it happen to you?
1: Like feeling, I don't know, maybe uh, distracted or sad, frustrated. Yeah, Yeah. this was happening a lot. Like during my stress period times, like exams. And I also am having this... um, Disadvantage, yeah, I would say this is a disadvantage uh, about, about, I don't know, about my personality, character. So whenever I think that I haven't done enough throughout the day that I didn't produce uh, enough work, I I kind of punish myself by denying to practice self-care, to do something about me, to make me feel better. And I kind of realized this again today <laughs> because I was about to decline a call for a walk in the park because I had to finish this article, I told you earlier. And then I was like, Emma, what are you doing? Like, you need this walk. You need to see your friend. Like, go. And you'll try to to work on your article later. Like, it's
0: not the end of the world. Sure. I don't know. Sure. And I think... Um... I think self-care is like a learning process. I mean, I learned how to take care of myself. For sure, I was not who I am today. And I start to learn about it after my hardest time. So there is this kind of connection. And um, I mean, it was not a spontaneous process, at least not for me. So I had to heal. It was not linear. And I learned by reading as well, listening about self-care. I started with yoga, for example. I mean, yoga was my first self care practice, and I think um, I hone yoga what I am today. And uh, I still think how my life would be without yoga, and or also stretching your body like Pilates. It would be also helpful. Or stretching Pilates
1: is terrifying for me. <laughs> Pilates
0: is just terrifying. Like I'm seeing my
1: friends Why? doing this. <laughs> i and i was in the gym i think last year it was like the last time i signed up signed up in the gym before erasmus i don't know it's like i think it's so tense that i I don't (laughs) mind going for a run and i i even going i'm going to start um with a friend of mine he's like in the sports academy and we will do some stretching via camera yeah, and we will start, I think, from this Saturday. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna do it for me because now I'll be sitting all day. But Pilates, I mean, no, come on, I, like,
0: <laughs> just shoot me already. I discovered it in Ljubljana, like for free. You know, we had like uh, um, all the sport activities for free as a student, and it was amazing. I like it, and I still practice sometimes, or stretching itself, or, or yoga, depends. I think all those practices are helpful to create kind of connection with your body and a better connection uh i mean between your body totes and soul this is more yoga philosophy but still
1: yeah, yoga helped me a lot because i wasn't that flexible and i was doing yeah. i think for yes. two months last year it was like a, a constant thing because i was like paying a class for it so I remember going and uh, with my friends out and dancing in a club and I was dancing and my friends like were staring at me and they were like, first of all, they were like, oh my God, what we created. They were like terrified. But at that moment, I realized
0: how much flexible I became because of yoga. And I was like excited. And it's not all about your body because you can apply this to your life, your like mental flexibility, which doesn't mean like. Skip all those necessary boundaries, but you know you can become also like a more flexible person when it comes to like making friends, when it comes to job as well. So I think yoga helps a lot. I mean, yoga calms me down a lot. Uh, you can gain confidence. You like your body even more. You start knowing it and experience your abilities and limits as well, because yoga is not about suffering; it's about enjoyment. So. In to the to beginning In the
1: beginning it was suffering. Like I remember <laughs> going there in the first class and they were all having their their mats. And I, I hadn't at the time. And we started and our instructor, she like we were a beginner's class and she was doing all that um I don't know, kind of complex stuff. And I was terrified. And she looked back, she saw me through the mirror, and she was like, yeah.
0: Emma. Get your ass and, and like just do it. And I was like, <laughs> oh my god. But I, I think that you can really feel connect to yourself. What do you think? For sure, like when I uh,
1: went along with it, and like after a month, I think I was feeling so relieved after the classes uh, ended. Yeah, I remember walking to the bus station to go home, and. It, my back like it was i don't know as if i was uh, a, leaf, a leaf i was like so calm and relaxed and i was making fun of it before i started yoga actually when people were saying it or my friends i was laughing but then i experienced this and uh it
0: really hit me at that moment yeah, it's nice also it's nice when you have to make a decision a choice sometimes i use i make i make a tea or I do yoga, or I watch sunset. I mean, when, I, when I'm confused and I don't know what I want, then probably after yoga I can know what I want. And uh, so during the practice, it helps me a lot. And um, I mean, it was when I was more in need of myself that I realized how important it was and um, how important this practice is to me as well. And I think self-care practices are usually... To make you a more confident person and also independent, since you start enjoying the time with yourself, you know, and um, I understand- we don't do that a lot. I think, uh,
1: as people, I think that sometimes we don't enjoy our, our own selves, and this is kind of I, I don't know, sad.
0: Like if if you view it from one perspective, I don't know. Uh, the fact is that, and you that study anthropology, anthropology, yeah. Um, I think that uh, agree with me. I mean, we are social beings, like by nature, yeah. by definition. So it's uh, we cannot spend all the time with ourselves with, and feeling good all the time or toxic positivity. And, uh, oh,
1: that that that
0: really is something that
1: how can I say uh, I see a lot in the social media now during the quarantine and it's like forced it's so forced
0: yeah, that it's forced. it makes more scream to people for doing this Yeah, I'm, I prefer to find myself a possibilist things can be bad and uh, good, they can get better in this sense, they can get better they cannot, but no, like too much forced positivity because in this sense you uh, do not allow yourself to experience or also like bad emotions that you need for your growth and in this sense i mentioned i have to mention you know you know for sure bernie brown susan david like yeah, yeah we talked about her last time yeah and their last podcast they made a podcast together about toxic uh, positivity and uh, it's standing, I think. So I think I may have downloaded it in my, play, in, in my like,
1: podcast playlist, but I'm kind of lost this couple of days. And now I'm kind of finding, again, my focus, my focus on everything. So I may
0: actually hear it in the weekend. You should. You should definitely. And I think, honestly, I honestly think that to be with people and appreciate them, you first need to feel good about yourself. But it's not always like this. Sometimes you need people because you don't feel good uh, with um, about yourself, uh, with yourself, and it's okay, I think. And you, you can like, you need people also to get energy from outside,
1: and sup- and supportiveness. Like I don't know if like, this is like, the correct word to say it, but <laughs> like you need uh, a group of people or a person to support you, to to be there for you when you struggle, and not just say oh everything is going to be okay and you worry for nothing this is so annoying yeah. and it actually shows
0: that the person in front of you doesn't actually care about you and your well-being yeah. i mean it's not a match like who is suffering or the more or who uh, is doing well better than the other because uh sometimes the problem is not like is huge not because of like a uh, comparison between two problems but it's huge because of the effect on you so how you perceive it so sometimes yeah, true and honestly yeah, i'm not perfect either. i mean sometimes i gaslight as well people but sometimes i do it because i want to support them like encouraging them don't say them like be sad of course you cannot say like okay be sad Okay, if you need to be sad, like, and I mean, you need your emotion get through you, to your, through yourself, it's okay. But at the same time, you have to somehow support them, encourage them. But sometimes this can like be toxic positivity for them, you know, like they feel gaslighted. Like, um, I don't know if you understood me.
1: Yeah, totally. And at this point, since you brought this up, I want to make a confession. And I don't think that I, talked about it last time when we did the gaslighting podcast like even me sometimes i kind of gaslighted people but my fault was the fact that i was kind of mentally exhausted so i picked up a phone i opened a text while my friend was struggling with something and i didn't have the energy like i really wanted to help and hear them out but i was feeling like crap And I should have said, you know, something, I don't feel well. I should have set this boundary and say, okay, I will call you tomorrow. I hope
0: you're like, you'll do well and we'll talk later. Sure. This is also self-care. I think, I mean, self-care to me, self-care is not like exclusively spend time alone. I mean, also hanging out with people, dating is self-care. So I mean, it's social self-care actually. Yeah, social self-care for sure. Yeah. it's not like just about yourself it's about a connection with yourself but it can also this connection can can rise from like the outside like what you see from the outside and also people i include people as well and um so yeah and um but like coming back to yoga i think is just an example <laughs> it's just like just an example but still there are so many things to do uh, to get closer to yourself don't you think well actually um i have this inclination for walks across
1: the seaside i'm a person that grew up in a village that is surrounded by sea and this is like really magnificent yeah. <laughs> i connect with the nature nourishing my senses and actually this is a kind of self-care an independent kind of self-care as well like i've written an article about my blog about this topic and i discovered that there are actually kinds of self-care so look about this thing particularly it's like a good thing that in the city that i study uh there is green it's a small city like it's a, it's a town actually yeah. And this realization when I first moved in here, um, three years ago, I think it was like 2017, this was like so liberating having a place to escape when, whenever everything is too much for me to handle. Yeah. And there's like definitely something I noticed throughout the quarantine period, and I really want to share this with you and our listeners basically during the occurrence of a mega event such such as pandemics now or our Erasmus in Slovenia, our perspective on how to to practice self-care has been like, if not completely, then partially modified. Like we now initiate the implementation of new self-care practices onto our lives. We were frustrated for everything that we were deprived uh, of things. So we kind of know that we need to start a search. And personally, Of course, uh, I'm not trying to put a happy smile on my face, reassuring me all the time that I'm doing amazing. That would be a lie, like the thing we discussed earlier. So find other way to access joy and delight. Self-care is not all about having your favorite cake, a a visit to a hair salon. (laughs) This is like a stereotype for female sex, like really or saying goodbye to the toxic people in your inner circle. I regard it as self-care even not opening your phone immediately after you woke up. Like It took me some time to work on this. Yeah, I swear. I'm working on this It too. drains you from energy. It, it, it really drains you from energy. It's exhausting. And plus that beauty standards presented in social media can be really harmful, harmful for our self-image. Like, long term speaking imagine yourself being 15 or 16 and for years feeding yourself with these profiles with foreigners
0: that have a life that it's so like unreal I've, like I've what, more, what would you say? i have more free mind about this i mean i always say hello here about i mean uh, all these attacks again uh fashion and uh, industry well, if it comes about the environment, I would say that things should change. But also about beauty. I mean, I'm very I'm free-minded sense because I always think why we should decide to be beautiful or smart. I mean, intelligence or beauty. Why things cannot like live together?
1: Exactly. Why exactly. always
0: attacking models or people who are beautiful according to what we see because a beautiful beauty it's it's so subjective probably it's, and bad, we, it's we bad insist, if we, like wind system yeah sorry putting it how can
1: i say yeah i can interrupt you like we insist on like putting things into categories
0: yeah but also and we insist on probably what is wrong if we only promote one type of beauty the promotion of uh, beauty um, over smartness and intelligence. This is not good. But uh, th- wh- why things cannot live together? I mean, uh, people are beautiful, and it's subjective because what is beautiful for me is to me is not like the same to you. So, I mean, um, I'm like in this sense. I don't know. I'm always like listening people attacking like people who are beautiful and it's not their fault what what can i say like
1: you can see it happening anywhere like even here in the town that i'm studying uh i would go out for a drink with uh a group of i don't know acquaintances or friends or whatever and there will be always a person boy or girl that will comment on the girl that's like i don't know how you say them in english like uh pr like she's in the front uh welcoming the people to the restaurant or the or the club or the bar and somebody will always comment on her appearance oh my god why why does she wear this or too much makeup on her like this doesn't mean that she isn't worth as a person or of that course she isn't smart of course and it's it's too it's too, it's like 2021 and we still
0: facing this it's
1: it's horrible what i think what if a
0: person feel comfortable wearing a cap and what if a person feel comfortable do not wearing a cap i mean i don't see like um uh, i'm very free in this sense it's so bad if these will um have like bad consequences on your mental health of course i do not agree about anorexia and uh, in um, fashion and whatever i mean all these like mental issue and pressure because i don't know also in victoria's secret there are so many scoops about um pressure on models and yeah i uh, heard about it i heard a lot about it but i think things are changing a lot also we also in instagram and with this new profession like the influencer you know the fashion blogger i think things are changing i see so many girls that show them when they have skin breakouts they show them like uh, when they have like um, marks or cellulitis or yeah i'm following this account as well and it's so liberating yeah, i mean yeah they are and... doing this so we we should we should like not focusing, focusing always on the past, on, on the bad. In this sense, I don't think it's toxic positivity. I'm just thinking about looking at facts and things are changing. So many social media and fashion bloggers, sorry, on Instagram are showing up like this. So, I don't know.
1: I think that we, uh, we can also, I don't know, um, realize or accept the fact that, okay, social media may or, or may have not have done this like harm to some to, to us or to some people about beauty standards but but we still can use them as a tool to promote some new values sure like such as these that you mentioned so i think that there's still a hope in social media because
0: things are changing and we need to fight back yeah i think it's not good, it's not bad to promote beauty it's uh, because we are like, I also talked about this in, the, in my last podcast. We are, I mean, researchers, scientists um, said that we are like beauty seeker. We, we lo- it, it's also a survival thing because uh, also our ancestors are looking at a beauty. They understand how to survive when they saw the, um, mm, oh my gosh, I, I, I have not the word. After it's raining and there are so many colors the rainbow. rainbow yeah when it comes to the rainbow they understood it's like a positive fact and um, i mean it's also about survival so we are beauty seeker i don't think like we can promote beauty somehow or things that make us feel more comfortable or different but also it's nice when you show hap uh, with your pimples or marks or um i don't know like belly Because we are like in quarantine and so many people, I mean, get uh, gained uh, weight. Me too. I've never, I've always been like, since I remember, 40 kilograms or 40 kilograms more or less. Well, I'm also quite short. You're like my (laughs) best friend. She's fifty-two, I think, or 50, I'm not sure. uh, But I'm also quite short. And, uh, but now I gained wait and it's kind of a miracle never happened because of these so many lockdowns and home and the pressure and the pandemic and you eat more and it's okay and so I saw so many fashion bloggers really nice fashion bloggers that are showing this so it's fine I think.
1: And you also look so young we talked about this in our last last podcast I will never stop talking and thinking about this it's like how is this even fair? <laughs> I'll be
0: old, and you—you you look younger. I mean, come on. Thanks. I mean, and this is not my fault. I mean, it's about genes, genes. Because I mean, I think it's in the Sicily air. I don't know the, the climate of Sicily. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know, but um, actually, um, you mentioned the pandemic, and I hon- mm-hmm. honestly—I um, mean, I know for our generation, at least. Well. Uh, mine, but also yours, I think. It was like the um, 2020 was hard. To me, it was, but to me it was also very interesting here, here not only for the Erasmus life, but academically as well. And I learned a lot in Ljubljana, as you know. And also, I left my comfort zone, uh, like, um, you know, teamwork. But paradoxically, the quarantine period we lived alone at home or with the roommates was an opportunity to, I mean, I know it was hard and scary and people died and people lost. So, I mean, we have to mention this as well. And they lost their loved ones. But, um, I mean, you could experience both sides, I think. During the time, I got even closer to myself. It usually happens during a hard time that I I get close to myself. And um, it's also rewarding somehow I could read, I could read more, visiting online museum to nest in art when I felt her helmet. I worked out and feeling better in my body or I could talk uh, more with my friends, even on a screen. But the best of the hardest times was nature. But we talked about this a lot in Ljubljana and Slovenia. And I get so much energy from biking and hiking. And we were lucky since Tivoli Park was 10 minutes from our home. So it's a paradox, but 2020... Meant uh, to me a lot, since I learned a lot, I experienced a lot. I think I lived a lot. I don't know about you. I would like. I totally
1: agreed with, uh, with when you said that uh, you you're getting you got even closer to yourself during these hard times, and of course it always this is always happening during times that. Yeah. Uh, that you struggle with something that look, like when the days are endless, seem to be endless. And I kind of experienced the same thing in the first quarantine and in the second one as well.
0: Yeah. Plus, I could not with a better place than Slovenia to be spent half of that here since nature. Oh, I guess yeah, nature it. Recharged, recharged me a lot. And um, I mean, I live in Sicily and sea, you can understand me as well, like in Greece, uh, sea is an energizer. For sure, uh, but walking in the, uh, oh, walking yeah. in the hood to me is like a bomb of oxygen, you know. So, and plus during um, during that period during two thousand and twenty, I entered the skincare world. And uh, Hasidia Luronic is one of my best friends now. I never had time to really read about skincare and as well apply all those products on my skin, which to me is amazing. And to me, skincare is not about having a perfect gaze if we like recall beauty again. But at least this is an expectation. So, and it's nice if, if your skin reacts um, well, but i think it's not the purpose i mean it's about taking care of yourself it's the quality time you invest in you and it's also emotional and aromatherapy i think for example let's think about lash i love lash and um because of those smells. so what do you think
1: well first thing <laughs> first i need to say here is that i'm completely on board with you about the hyaluronic <laughs> acid it has been extremely beneficial for yeah, my skin, is. and <laughs> fun fact, I'd like to share something. Today, I was like so tired because I wasn't getting enough sleep this last three days. So I like I showered, and I started doing my skincare routine, and then for some reason, I applied hyaluronic acid on my hair. I was so tired, <laughs> apparently from last Let's day. So. and. I don't know, I, I applied it to the, the left side of my head and, and we are just, we're just, we're waiting to see what will <laughs> happen.
0: But well, I don't know, probably it, it, it um, will have a good effect.
1: Yeah, I, I hope so. So like, I also want to bring something up that what I regard as a rather interesting topic to tackle is how we gradually realize the length that has the term of self-care. And I want to share a story with you and our listeners as well. I had one of the most special Sundays of my life recently. And to be more precise, I took participants in a volunteer act hosted in my village. We were um, responsible for cleaning an area that used to be a summer camp for children. It's like closely located to the beachside so it was deserted for years and you can imagine the amount of garbage that was scattered throughout the camp it's like it took us 2 hours and uh, old people uh teenagers uh kids like you could you you could see like 3 year olds that came to assist so we how can i say like we joined our forces together and then towards the end, I felt my experience being uplifted. I was full of abundance and gratefulness. Contributing in the enhancement of my community was also a huge gift to myself. My soul was cleansed. And if that wasn't a great illustration of self-care,
0: then yeah, what is? I mean, I think volunteering is part of volunteering. Is also... Um... Like, uh, yeah, it's self-care. And you set
1: the good example for the younger, the, the youngest generation as well. I was, like, so impressed seeing children. Like, I think there was this cute little boy. He was, like, four or five, and his mom was holding him by the hand. And we set an example, and it was so powerful, really. Yeah.
0: And um, I, I guess you were, like, with people, so, it's about social self care, as we as we told before. Yeah, like um, after that, I am
1: um, went with, with my friend. Uh, she has a car, fortunately. Like this was a lifesaver during quarantine. So we took her blanket and we went on a like another like village uh, on the beach side, and we spread the blanket on the yes. sand, and we talked for hours. Uh, and like this was a great example of social self-care uh, we had this good talk uh, we spoke about our news and our plans and we discussed like so vigorously about life and all the alarming matters and like we always I always do that with that particular friend and we listened to the sound of the waves and it was like a great combo it's for nice. me
0: I think it's cool And uh, I agree. I mean, I never underestimate the power of friends. Friends or even also sometimes people. Like, you can create connection to, I mean, with everyone, I think. And, uh, no, I mean, not with everyone, because you cannot build connection with everyone, but also with people who are not your friends. Yeah, acquaintances.
1: It happened to me a lot, especially during Erasmus. And now that I'm here in the dorms, uh, I, like, I met a lot of people and yeah, we, we kind of made that connection and it's going to be a hard time when I leave the dorms and
0: live the city in general Yeah. Cool. I prepared for our listeners kind of self-care routine I mean like let's build a self-care routine and uh, I don't know if you if you want to have something feel free of course I think uh, that one of the best things to do is like as, and as you said first of all wear cap of course and uh, if possible get sunlight and uh, maybe do not like touch your phone It'd be great <laughs> yeah but the first thing I, I try to
1: avoid like i'm opening the curtain i'm opening the window this may sound a bit of cliche but it's like so good you're yeah. opening the window fresh air is get, getting yeah. in your in and your face.
0: drink water i always drink water
1: yeah i would say that i I just smell, like yes. I'm having a glass of water next to me when I wake up. Yeah, That's the first yeah, thing I want to do. Wake brain, you up. Your
0: brain works um, while you're sleeping. So, I mean, you need like water to um, wake, it, wake it up, basically. Then, if you have time, yoga or walk or hike in the nature. So, depends on, on you. But, or a bit of stretching, it could be good as well. Then, prepare your fave or comfy breakfast. Like for example, I love making healthy pancakes or porridge, which is also very
1: French, oh, uh, toast. French toast.
0: I mean I prefer more like sweetie breakfast.
1: I'm a huge fan. And uh I'm a huge form. fan. I bought oatmeal, even yeah. I even bought oatmeal. I wanna I want I want like scream it from the top of the mountain. I finally bought oatmeal again. I was having an Erasmus and when I came back to Greece, it's like this habit kinda uh was I don't know, eliminated from my daily routine for some reason, and now I'm a happy owner <laughs> of an oatmeal package.
0: So well, happy. I often prefer porridge, and, which is also very sustainable, vegan, and filling as well. I mean, it's, it's very filling, so it's nice and uh, healthy. Then try to plan your daily goals. Like uh, for me, for example, it's really important to learn something so, or work, or study, or read in general, or create a connection with uh, with yourself or with, with with a person, so you can learn something. Um,
1: Journaling nice
0: as well, or um, I, I then will... have lunch. If you're alone, you can even listen to a podcast, maybe to my podcast. <laughs> I do that.
1: I do that in order not to stay yeah. too much in the social media. It kind of get on my nerves waiting for a message. Or tapping, uh, tapping a like on to so many pictures, and I'm kind of losing track of time. So I'm hearing an audiobook. Yeah, or and while a you're preparing or eating,
0: or watch a documentary, or TED Talks, or your favorite TV series, of course. Mine, for example, is Friends, and you can uh, watch. Or um, in the afternoon. You can work, depends if you're a student or not or whatever. You can work or study again and if free, you can date someone. As I told you, like dating is also like uh, self-care or video um, video call a friend or talk to your parents. Sometimes breathe. It's really important like during the day, like having breathe sessions and drink again. What I really like a lot is visiting a museum, but also bike. What's virtually you mean? No, you mean like uh, virtually well, no nowadays. Yes, I'm still waiting for the uh, opening. Yeah. And, or galleries. I mean, Eastern Europe in general is full of oh, galleries, yeah. and I love them. Or you can bike, or go to the seaside, or watch a sunset. Yeah, watch a sunset. Watching sunset, it's like one of my favorite. I don't know if it's a hobby or self-care practice or whatever. And um, or clean your room because make order. Once I read that, make order in your space helps to make order in your head, in your mind. So it's nice.
1: Yeah, I agree with that, but my place yeah, still looks like a dumpster. The pressure, of course. <laughs> yeah, but I won't work with that. Like I need to do some work on the weekend because I'm going I'm gonna be at home anyway. So, yeah, I need to free some space. And it's like so clustered with books that
0: I haven't even read yet. And I need to yeah. put that in order. Next advice, keys and eggs. Well, now it's not so like possible, but um, I mean, there are really self-care practices as well. Make your tea or eat dark chocolate or nuts because it's good for the brain. Uh bake vegan cakes. there are so many and very tasty. I mean, I'm not vegan, but uh, I don't know why, but I really love vegan um uh, sweets like uh, vegan cakes or sweets in general. uh do sport or dance I mean, I love dancing a lot. I love reggaeton <laughs> dance it out dance it out like i don't know if you
1: have ever watched mm-hmm. Grizz Anatomy but like in the earlier seasons there was this scene with the two main protagonists and they actually remade this scene earlier uh, later in the seasons so they have this really shitty day and they were kind of kind of let's dance it out and they put up music and they were dancing dancing yeah. frantically until they gave up and i do that a lot like it really helps it me out seems
0: like you release the bad energy and get the new one and get new one yeah, dancing. So it's really nice. Or I also want to advise: don't do anything if you don't feel so. So I mean, you are not your productivity because this is not about productivity. It is like a, a self care routine, but no pressure. It's not about. Pro- I mean, like, um, don't feel the pressure to do more. And uh, when it comes to dinner. I mean, eat more vegetable, but allow yourself a pizza as well. As Italian, I should say this. <laughs> oh, don't
1: get me started. I don't remember last time I ate a good pizza. Uh, I haven't in a while. Like, since October, since I left uh, my, the city to go back to my village, I didn't have... I haven't had any yeah. junk food. And, like... I ordered a potato, potato pie recently while I was there, but still it was kind of cleansing cleansing my stomach because here I was having a lot of that, but there I was in my hometown and mom was cooking and she would make salads for me. Uh, she w- She would cut fruits for me. And like, I may miss that, like not the vibe, but in the house. Like you know, being all together all the time, I wouldn't have
0: my own space. But I miss her taking yeah. care I of mean, me. I love the healthy food, and um, I mean, I like kind of not. Put- I don't push myself because it's a pleasure for me, like eating healthy. Uh, but uh, I'm not that kind of person that um, doesn't um, eat like junk food. If I need it. Sometimes I need it. And uh, above all, before a period, I need dark chocolate. But I mean, dark chocolate is not junky food. It's like quite good. Um, It's healthy if it's dark. But in general, like... uh, I hate it. I hate it.
1: (laughs) I'm preferring like the the classical, but
0: I get the feeling. But the 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 dark one, like more than 70%, it's really good for your health. Uh, and the nutrition, I mean, at least my nutrition said so and uh, also um, but I need sometimes junky food, I mean, it's it's okay, it's okay, yeah, like
1: I'm happy that I don't feel any guilt for having junk food, I don't think that I ever felt guilt, maybe like from a financial perspective that I'm spending too much money but Saying that I'm guilty and regretting and counting my calories. Like, of I don't course. blame I mean, people that do it because it's like kind of their choice. Obviously, I mean, like, what is I want to be clear about is this. I do not
0: comment people diet. I think it's important. We do sh- we sh- we can, exactly, we do not have to comment. It's also true that when it comes to um, people we love, usually we um, give them advices because, I mean, for their health, their personal health. So, it's also true that
1: um, some and you 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 respect their lifestyle and their decision. Like if it's not something that th- threatens their life, like anorexia or I don't know, you kind of respect the boundaries yeah, and you their, decision. their decision. Of their decision.
0: Like a person you love, and uh, I don't know, he suffer from some illness related to food, and he still keep. I mean, it keeps like. Um, uh, with that uh, diet of course you can you have to say something I mean you feel to say something because it's for is our health because you love them so it's always about context but for sure we cannot like comment people's diet like this today I comment your body or how are you eating or whatever I mean like slow down and calm down and respect people's feelings because probably you are eating junk food that time because I don't know I mean it's about mental health issue. You need to, 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 to eat that food in that moment, and it's not my business. Or at least I could use like um, words to say this. As uh, as I told you before, it's 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 too late. Are you okay? Like drinking three cups of coffee? Of course, I say I say this like for you <laughs> because I know that. <laughs> It can cause insomnia, yeah, but I know clone, that. I like mean, uh, you're free to eat to drink, I don't know, like even seven cups of coffee for sure.
1: I'm kind of addicted to coffee, and like two cups usually is my is my limit. But these days were kind of stressful for me, and I had stuff to do, and I had decisions to make. So yeah during like these days maybe I will have three or four cups but it's nice when people mm, how can I say decide decide to say it in um in a way that does not um, provoke me maybe to react like the, thing, yeah, the sure. things we or said earlier.
0: You say something just because you want to share your point of view and starting a conversation and it's okay. I mean, it depends on the context. I mean, we are not perfect. And sometimes it depends how the person perceives it. Because, for example, as I told you before, I can say to a person I love, I mean, probably you should cut down with that, I don't know, that fat food because it's not good for your health because you have like high cholesterol. I mean, this is like worrying for the person it's not like judge the person you know so there are so many differences you have to be like also flexible and mature enough to understand when you are just judging and pushing the person and like i don't know gaslighting the person or um, or you are just saying i mean i care about i cannot see this that you are like not caring about yourself so it's it's always controversial what where is the truth probably is in the middle it's not like white you know I think that we need to work
1: towards uh, this direction and develop uh, an understanding of how important is the context. And I'm so happy that you brought this up because I think it's the key word, it's the key
0: element for this topic. And uh, coming back to the routine I prepared, I also had skincare and, uh, I don't know, like gave your favorite mask before sleeping or take a bath. For example, my favorite mask is uh, Beauty Sleep. We are, like, sponsoring uh, from Lush. But, uh, but it, I love it. Yeah, oh, it's like, it really? smells lavender, and it's stunning. And it's, like, yeah, it's amazing. Because I love lavender. Really because relax a lot before, like, sleeping. I have this mask. It's amazing. And um, also have uh, having meaningful conversation with your siblings, friends, roommates, or simply hang out and drink your favorite wine. And uh, finally, slow down with social media in the evening, which is like weird, because <laughs> hearing this from me, because I'm quite social. I mean, at least I love Instagram a lot. I use it also to advocate and like, you know, also to express my emotions, my feelings, because I really like like sharing and, um, uh, you know, like split them out somehow. And uh, this helps and also, it, it's useful to create connections. So about social media, it's controversial too. There are like bright and um, dark sides. Uh, read a book, have sex, or sleep. So, I mean, uh, finally, remember that if you don't do not comply with a few of them, or even all of them, because it's not like your cup of tea or your kind of daily routine. Because of course, this is like mine more or less or what can I suggest and also I would I want to prevent to make this podcast today so gendered you know I I don't want it appears to female one I'd like this I mean I'm always hoping I mean always speaking to men as well so I love you (laughs) I really love you for saying
1: this and and mentioning this because we always have to label everything and say that oh this is a male habit oh this is like something a woman would do either for self-care like men can really uh you uh, like apply on their skin a cell uh, um, sure. face mask yeah
0: face mask a cream uh, sure. I don't know. They could do if they whenever, feel to shave. the, hell, like sorry, they can shave the language, on. if they feel want- like they want to apply cream. Yes. Stop blaming yeah. them. Yeah. Stop blaming them. I agree. I and, really uh, don't I get mean, this. I'm, I'm trying to put man everywhere. Also, when I also when it comes to period and PMS, I'm also like um, bring man help because sometimes like so many. Um, stereotyping sentence or stupid, I mean, silly sentences or offending one came from men. So, I mean, I always bring men up when I'm talking about almost everything. Also, when it, when it's like female thing, like in the sense of biological family thing, you know? And, uh, but anyway, if you do not comply with like self care practice, I mean, you are still worthy. And uh, this is my, I mean, this is my confident, typical self care routine, of course life it's also unpredictable and that's the meaning and the beauty as well of life so i mean i i I, I won't follow all this all the time and um so you might allow yourself to simply rest and enjoy uh like the italian dolce vita i mean not the do (laughs) yeah Dolce dolce saliente and um I mean, no, don't do anything, or simply slow down and take your time from work, social life, social media, and whatever. Also, when it comes to social life, sometimes you look like grumpy, but sometimes it's rude. But sometimes because you cannot give people, give to people anything. Yeah, and you feel
1: overwhelmed, you overwhelmed give, by you the can presence of give others. Yeah. Anything.
0: Um, but I suggest that uh, learning at least something each day, even one tiny thing, will make you wiser. And, um, for, and at least for me wisdom is like the meaning of life so it's important <laughs> and uh, I just want to say before concluding um, be aware of our emotions our own emotions and look at them with curiosity We allow your rational and knowledgeable self to start because I told that uh, self-care to me like, is like the rational self uh, support the emotional one and uh, to allow your rational and knowledgeable self to start practices to deal with the emotional one, accept the emotions, learn from the emotions, um, uh, you need to, uh, to be curious. And uh, this, I mean, not just one things that I, I mean, I think, but um, uh, compassion, curiosity are key words. And I think even, uh, we, even when we do not feel anything, it's kind of effort. We need to to make us even it's a small effort because it's a relationship with yourself. Also, relationship in general with friends with a partner are efforts. You cannot like just be yourself, like free and uh, I mean it's a bit of effort, right? And uh, also when it comes to self care, it's a relation with yourself, so you need a bit of effort. And even it's small, but the outcome might be interesting. So, um, for example. When I feel like this, I try to do this. Let's see what happens. I usually use this kind of um, thought. And uh, my favorite dating coach, Matthew Rossi, says uh, self-love. I'm always mentioning like experts because to me, I think it's important. And uh, Matthew says self-love is not passive, it's always active because it's an interaction between compassion and commitment. So forgive ourselves for what we did wrong or went wrong and then actively dedicate time to ourselves, don't you think? Yeah it, it's actually
1: I think it's 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 true. Like even the the smallest step I think already leads us to a new path. And I'm I'm actually on board with you about being inquisitive regarding self care. It's nice searching and discovering yeah. new aspects on that topic. And it, it really brings me excitement when the, whenever this occurs,
0: like yeah. any time. Um, I want to, in this sense, I want to conclude with uh, my favorite experts on emotional agility uh, with Susan David, you know. And uh, she said, when you feel bad emotions, ask yourself uh, WTF, which is not what the fact, but what the functional. So what do emotions mean? What do they want to tell me? What can I learn from them? So it's uh, being curious about you and uh, self-care practice might help you to understand you're better, yourself better. And uh, I think. Do you-
1: you need to DM <laughs> me when we finish this podcast because you're always suggesting me um, new experts, uh, yeah. new materials to watch and listen. And we kind of need to do I a hope recap, This podcast I think. doesn't make
0: any sense for someone, so it's okay. I really yeah. hope and wish I the think, same. Actually, uh, we are talking uh, for almost one hour. We are like, uh, it's time to closing up. And uh, it was a pleasure having you again because it's always stimulating and interesting. Same. Thank and, you for inviting. Uh, what to say? Like, uh, let's keep with uh, self care when we need it, when we feel it, and uh, also when we do not feel, if we feel that we can make an effort. If not, it's okay, I think. So, guys, hi, he- mm-hmm. bye, Hema. Stay safe and take care, you You and our and our our listeners as well. And, uh, well.